1: After talking about planning yesterday and talking to Matty McGrath and modular houses and mobile homes and people doing the best for themselves on land that they have and the planning regulations that might as well be written in Greek because you can't understand them until you're stuck in the middle of them and can that's where you are at the moment. Good morning.
2: Good morning to you, PJ. And uh, can I say I'm delighted that this conversation is taking place because it's 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 so needless. Um, in all the housing discussions that are taking place on TV and radio, this is one that hasn't really been flagged too much, you know, Yeah. yeah and yeah. it really does need to take place.
1: What's your own story?
2: OK, so my own story is that I'm in my early 60s and in a responsible job, and I haven't been in a position until fairly recently to be able to buy or to be able to, um, you know, consider Um, getting a place of my own. So I'm a long-time renter, and I'm happy to be a long-time renter um, because I've lived abroad all my life, and I lived in Switzerland for a very long time where renting is just the norm. So I have no problem renting, and I have no problem where I rent. You know, it's, it's perfectly fine, and I'm delighted to it. But I just thought for my retirement, I would try and get a place of my own. And so um, I live in a rural area, a plot of land came up nearby and I thought, great, I, I'm in a position now, i go for this. And thought it would be fairly easy because all I want is a small place, you know, really small place. And my budget would be limited as well, so it wouldn't allow me to buy, you know, to build a large place. I found a great modular home builder and, um, and I thought, this is perfect for me, absolutely perfect, small house, just what I need. Um, I needed to be disability friendly because I've had joint replacements, and okay. so I needed all on the flat. And um, I thought I'll future proof for myself. Um, but it's it's a no go. Um, it's been refused. Planning was refused.
1: It's a little apartment you wanted to build, a little modular. Well, a
2: apartment. small modular house, okay, yeah. which was timber framed. Um, I initially thought of having a wooden chalet and found out then, or a timber built you know, a cabin and found that you can't get planning for that. Yeah. Um so then I decided okay, I started to look around and found that this was an option and um and it's not actually an apartment but it's it was just a little two bedroomed um open plan house, you yeah, know, yeah, small yeah. house. Um that measured forty eight square meters. So it's tiny in the larger picture I mean yeah, there, are houses, there are houses are that have been built at two thousand square meters, so this is really a small house, and um it would have been perfect it was one one kilometer one point two kilometers from where i live and um and I thought it would be you know a possible option, but it 's been refused, and um i've tried to appeal it but it's also i 've been told recently it, it just won 't be a runner and what? um because uh, the, it's going the, for various reasons, the ribbon development was one of the one of the issues that was. Um, what what did you say?
1: What did you call it? Ribbon.
2: Ribbon development, mm-hmm. but ribbon development um, in rural areas is not allowed, where a lot of houses in one row. Okay, but this wasn't going to be in a row. It was more of a cluster, and there only it would constitute seven houses in that particular uh, place. Altogether.
1: Oh, there were, there were. What you mean is there be? There are six houses already in this yeah. particular, and, and you want to put in.
2: I would be the seventh. You would be yeah. the
1: seventh, and they said overdevelopment.
2: Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. For goodness' sake. But um, anyway, look. It's just the 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 reality is is that you know I think you know there it's it's very difficult to actually overcome the planning um, regulations that are there. OK, it's extremely difficult. Um, You know, having gone through it now for the last two years, um, it costs money. um, It's stressful. um, You have to have representation. You can't do it on your own. It's impossible to phone anybody, to talk to anybody, to um, you can't get an answer to an email. Um, You know, it's an extremely difficult process. Um, And I think it needs to be. Um, you know, not relaxed. I think it's important to have planning, Mm. um, planning rules and regulations. However, I think it needs to be um, facilitated as well, you know, when people have a genuine need.
1: Are you now stuck, Colette, with a piece of land you can do nothing with?
2: No, I'm not, because it was subject to planning permission.
1: Oh, thank goodness. Okay.
2: Yeah, but neither can the person sell that, I mean, which is very unfortunate as well. You know, because once planning has been refused, that person can no longer sell that to anybody else for planning permission either. Ridiculous, like. You overly, know, so it's a very ridiculous. difficult um, situation, really. And, um, you know, and I'm, as I said, I'm going towards retirement in a couple of years time. And, you know, there are many people in my age group, too, who are looking for you know, for alternative housing for one reason or another. And that's not discussed at all either. Yeah. You know?
1: I I'm being told here as well that land very near to where you want to put your little house is is rezoned and there's that's some correct. big huge development yes. going in there, isn't there?
2: Yes, that's correct. I I, I was actually um I was told that one of the reasons was that the, it was refused was that it was in contravening um, the the planning laws for rural areas in proximity to an urban area. So I'm not very far from Bandon, and so that would be the urban area. Okay. And um, and within two to three kilometers of where that plot is, there are houses being built. A small a small um, uh, uh, development um but much larger houses and when i asked about that um i was they're far nearer to the town than i am um, i was told that land had been rezoned um which is why they're allowed to build on it mm-hmm. you know um but you know it's um it seems like i mean i know it seems that like
1: one rule for one person Colette, and another rule for you
2: um, yeah, well, you know, maybe not just for me, but I mean, I, I, I know that it's, it's extremely difficult and um, rural planning is extremely difficult and, um, you know, there's no dialogue around it. It's, you know, people are just trying to get a house and trying to get their own home together, whether you're my age or whether you're younger. You know, it's um, I mean, I know that there are farmers, children who have a plot of land given to them and who still can't get planning permission. Know.
1: That, that's ridiculous. You know? That's utterly bonkers. Um,
2: you know, and you have to prove, you actually have to prove that you have a connection with the area. And I've been living in this house and in this area for over 12 years. So I'm very um, connected to the community, all my neighbours, um, and to activities within within the town, within yeah. the community. So everybody, you know, I don't want to, Move from no, here.
1: Why, why? Why should you? It's your home. So that, you and and the, the other thing, Colette you said that there were a couple of other houses around where you wanted to put your little place. Do you do you know if anybody objected to the, what you wanted to do?
2: No, and there was absolutely no objection whatsoever. Yeah, there was no objection.
1: That makes no. that actually makes it worse.
2: Yeah, there was no objection, and uh, you know, I've spoken. No, absolutely, there was no objection whatsoever. Went in. So, um, you know, that wasn't an issue.
1: Utterly ridiculous. All right. So what are you going to do now? Stay where you are?
2: Well, you know, as I said, I've been, I I rented long term when I was abroad. I have no problem renting long term. Um, Yes, I will continue to rent uh, for the foreseeable future. And I will just see what happens um, going forward. But, you know, I mean, building, I wanted to build in the area because I like living here mm-hmm. and I'm connected to it. Um, but you have to have, you have to be living within four kilometers of um, the plot, if you like. You have to have a connection within the four kilometer radius. And if you don't have that connection, you actually can't, um, you can't get planning at all because you you contravene the rural planning laws. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I live in farmland, you know, so... Everywhere around me is farmland, so I'm not going to find another plot of land no. in the area, no. because the land would have to be rezoned.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I feel yeah. I, I, f- I feel for you because it defies logic what what is being done. Claire, thank you very much. Thank Ado-
2: you very much, PJ, and thanks for opening the conversation. No, I think, I it's, think it's a that
1: conversation it's that needs opening. It's and, 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 and
2: you know the timber. Just one last thing I'd like to say. Of course, timber chalets. I lived in Switzerland, okay, for over fifteen years, okay, and I've lived in wooden cabins and timber cabins and timber and they're absolutely fantastic they're They're warm they're convenient they're they're absolutely brilliant so you know i think there is a conversation that needs to take place as to why we can't have planning for them here Mm -hmm. you know
1: Colette, thank you very much, and I wish you well with whatever you decide to do from here on in. So, JP from Big Man Modular and Big Man Tiny Homes also wants to join this uh, conversation that that we started there a well while ago with uh, Colette, because you come across this a lot, JP. Um, we, we, were, we wanted to talk to someone about modular homes anyway, and, and you were actually going to do the work for Uh, Colette down there so so you understand what she wanted and where she wanted it very very well but it's a problem all over the country that people just can't get these jobs done
0: morning morning BJ how are you it is it's a everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too problem countrywide you know the planning restrictions what people are allowed to build not allowed to build local only it's just it's it's a nightmare yeah
1: i was looking at your website this morning like what should I'm, i think we may have spoken before the stuff you yeah. do is very impressive and Thank you it. can fit any space and it's it's like it. You can go from just building the frame of a place, and then people do the finish themselves, or you can do the all the second fixes, and people can decorate and finish themselves, or you can do it turnkey.
0: Correct. So we can suit it to, to to the client's need and the client's budget. Yeah,
1: yeah. And what do you think, in your experience, is the plan? is the planning problem. Is it, JP, that someone just doesn't want this happening on a grand scale?
0: It's, it's very hard to figure out. I can't figure out why somebody who has a big enough back garden can't put something small, a nice one bed unit in the back of it. Yeah, It doesn't make any sense. This zoning of having to be within seven kilometers, again, ridiculous. I I get the original thinking of it was that it was to stop people from all over the the country with moving into areas where there was cheaper property prices and it kept the prices lower for the local people. But a four-kilometre, seven-kilometre radius is too small.
1: Yeah. There are certain structures, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that are even so small you don't need planning.
0: There is, but you can't live in any of them. So you can have up to twenty five square meters at the rear of your house. It can have a bathroom, it can have a kitchenette, but you can't have a bedroom in it. Oh can you not? No. Technically you can't have a bedroom. The minute you have a bedroom you have to go for planning.
1: Oh really? So if I wanted yeah. to put a twenty-five square metre, say, extension to the back of my house for, for example, my son, and put a bedroom into it for him, I have to have planning. If I leave if I if I just, if I don't put it in the bedroom that's, that, that's That's bonkers altogether.
0: So, just to confirm this, so you can have a 25 square metre separate building to the house. Separate building, okay. And you can have 40 square metres attached to the house where you don't need planning. And you can have bedrooms in that 40 square metres. But if it's a separate unit, you can't have a bedroom
1: in it. Yeah. Now, the separate units, I mean, there's lots of people with big gardens, lucky enough to have big gardens, yeah. particularly in, in, you know, that urban, urban stroke rural area. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in terms of, a, you know, a family, a farming family, for example, that might have an acre and they have a couple of kids and it'd be lovely to put a couple of your small little, little developments or even mm-hmm. one small development on it. What kind of problems do you run into?
0: It's, we've had three farming families in the last year refuse planning for for their kids. Why? And it, we just, it just get not suitable or there's already been one child has developed a property and that's all they'll deem is allowed. Like why the planners can't allow, if the land meets certain criteria, a little one-bed unit at the back of the house that the. The kids can live in it for a year or two years, three years, buy their site, and then that unit can be picked up, brought to the new site, and be made part of the bigger house. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How many properties a year can you and your company uh, turn over and, and install, JP?
0: Well, we're a small enough company, so us directly, we would do about 10 to 15 houses. But I would have access to over over 2,000 houses a year if the planning relaxed.
1: I see. I see. And has any of the housing bodies or any of the authorities gotten on to people in your line of work and said, come here, can we can we sort something out here because we need houses and them fast?
0: Um, the, the bigger housing bodies have definitely been in contact with the bigger modular companies. But a lot of the trouble with modular is it's what's called volumetric, where it's a specific built factory to that type of house. It's like the Toyota Ventus factory only builds Toyota Aventus. In. Yeah. So it's huge money to set up a factory like that, and you have to be turning out thousands of houses to make that profitable. But if you do it in a slightly kit form, then it's a lot more affordable and a lot easier to do. And... I don't know why the housing bodies haven't been in contact, there's over a hundred modular home companies in Ireland.
1: Over a hundred? Wow. There's
0: over a hundred. Now that includes log cabins, that kind of stuff, but yeah. there's over a hundred.
1: Like they come from, I understand JP, they come from various styles, like you said, log cabin, timber frame, mm-hmm. more steel, you know, some, that, some are more, some are more, more, what you might call solid than others, more Correct. heavily spec than others. But two and a half thousand maybe.
0: Yeah, like I have access to two factories. They're an English company, but building to, Lith- to Lithuania. And they, they do over two and a half thousand houses a year. And they can literally, you can book it and book out a whole year building flat. Crikey,
1: I see, I see, I see. And another thing that we're talking about yesterday with Matty McGrath is mm-hmm. that in in the interim, while they're looking at putting something on, on their land, they want to put a caravan on it or a mobile home on it and put a little bit of a, a log cabin, say, next to it, and 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 they're not been left to that or living in it for a year while they build their own house that used to happen a lot i remember someone doing that that i knew in the 80s that while their house was being built they lived in a mobile home on somebody else's land you know you can't do that now
0: even technically you can't do it so if you have a mobile home or caravan on a site for over six months and it's connected to any services you have to have planning so I'm, I'm in the same like situation myself. I have a site and we need to put on temporary accommodation, be it a mobile home or something, while we build the house and we will struggle with it. We will struggle to get the temporary accommodation planning.
1: It doesn't make any sense at all. No,
0: it really does. And this is why we kind of, the modular is a great format because we can be on site on a Monday morning and you can have dinner in it that evening. What? So yep, so we can drop in a two to three bed house six o'clock in the morning be on site with the crane and you can have dinner on it that evening so you, your rent everything is you know you're not paying Hang on rent. a second hang
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> hang on a minute now right hang on a second here this is I want to explore this one for a second so you can come on site at 6am and I can have my dinner in the evening that even isn't correct this sounds like something that Baz on the telly would do
0: <laughs> how is that done So basically, we build the whole house inside the factory. So the kitchen is installed, flooring, painted, everything. And then the site will be prepared and we come to site in the morning, drop in the one module, two modules, three modules, however big the house is. Obviously, the more modules, the longer time we will be on site. But we can do a two bed house, two modules in a day on site.
1: Crikey. And you just come along, collect them to the water, connect them to the sewerage, connect exactly. them to the electric, mm-hmm. and away you go.
0: Yeah. And all these are beyond passive. Like, I'm heating my house for about 100 yards a year. How? We, it's SIP panels, which is a structurally insulated panel, which is what we make from. Um, it's like a very fancy tim- timber frame. We're beyond passive in the air tightness. And literally, when you cook dinner, you're heating the house that that insulated and that air case.
1: Crikey. And would you and, put a solar panel on the roof then to heat the water, or what do you do?
0: Um, you, there's multiple ways. You can do the solar panels. You can do a non-demand gas boiler. So we do a lot of off-grid units. So you can be totally off-grid, totally powered by solar panels. Because they require... So, so if I was paying for my power, I'd be paying 350 euros a year. I'm off-grid myself, but if I was paying the electricity, it'd be 350 euros a year. A year?! A year. Now, it's a one-bed, small, 600-square-foot unit, but that's what I'd be paying a year.
1: Holy moly.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they, if you know, get the right modular, they're very efficient.
1: As I say, JP, my, my inner conspiracy theorist, and I, I, I'm not asking you to comment on this, but I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. My inner conspiracy theorist says to me that somebody in the development and construction industry is afraid of their life that you guys might get too much of a grip?
0: There is a bit of it. I know that we'd be part of the Construction Federation of Ireland, and there is a the whole fear that we're taking modular, will take the trades away from the people. But we don't have the people doing the trades.
1: That's right. That's like right.
0: We, we've had to simpl- simplify the building process. So how I terminology, it's like the Ford approach. You don't need a person who knows how to build a car. You need a person who knows how to put in a bolt, how to put on the windscreen. So the same with the modular, you only need one skilled person per team, and then it can, it's all just like a big Lego. Yeah.
1: We, have, we have a chronic shortage of trades, and it's only getting worse, correct?
0: Absolutely. There's very, very few trade, trades out there. Yeah.
1: And there's nobody going into them?
0: Nobody. Like, I, I have a new apprentice started with me there last week, and there were six people in his class. Wow, then a carp, when I did my apprenticeship, there was three classes of thirty. Get away! Now it's a lo- It's twenty years ago, but <laughs>
1: well, it's not. A, it's not a century ago, lad. No. And you, what were you? What, what did you apprentice as? May I
0: ask? I, I, a carpenter by trade. I have you? I have you.
1: <clears throat> well, bigmanmodular is your website, and if 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 nothing else, it's worth a look to see what can be done with with a small space. Um, JP, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank continued you. Continued success. Now. Cheers. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. He was going to do the work for Kelet, but there's a ton of it? There's a, there's a ton of those little houses could be built all over the country. Courts ninety six FM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?